Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. Ashley Steves and I are already having the Broadway season that will end all oh, seasons in front legend, of us. <laughs> legend of legends. Absolutely. It seems, I mean, we're at least starting this week a little calmer. Right than the previous week not much Speak don't get me wrong i was gonna say not that much but a, a touch a touch later well if you are like me you know that award season is kukuluku but there's also mm. some really exciting awards that happen around this time of the year first off in the news we've got our 2023 pulitzer prize winner for a drama yeah. um we weren't sure there were so many incredible incredible plays um yeah. that could have been um you know distinguished with this honor but we are so excited to announce that Sanaz Tusi uh her work for English is being honored Excellent. with the Pulitzer Prize for Drama. Again, they had their off-Broadway Atlantic Theater Company last year. This was also co-produced with Roundabout. Um, some of the other finalists, Lloyd Suh's The Far Country, Alicia Harris's On Sugarland. Again, all three really, yeah. really high contenders that were incredibly well uh, received here in the city. Very um, especially. So. I wasn't sure if you had a contender that you were like, I feel like it was going to be this one. So I was just curious to hear from I, you, Ashley. Well, I think a lot of people's shortlist were these three as well as the case a case for the existence of God. That is right. kind of what I saw from everybody. And of the four, I only saw a case for the existence of God, unfortunately, just yeah. the way my schedule is lined up. So I, I also kind of expected that to be there. And that wasn't necessarily one of my favorite plays of the season, but it was, you know, it's incredibly well constructed, acted, written, all of the above. So very well could have been here but i think it's such a strong list i think everyone kind of expected english to uh win this year and yeah from every everything i've heard everything i've read of it it seems um incredibly well deserved but not a surprise snus tusi's work is always fantastic i can't really? wait for whatever is the next produced thing i've i've lost track at this point but great work across the board here this year yeah for sure and we're gonna keep talking about incredible broadway off broadway yes hits. please um because last night as we were recording the show but it took place on may 7th was the ceremony for the official 2023 lucille lortel awards and no surprise here wolf play and titanic were leading in yes, the yes, awards yes. Uh, <laughs> yesterday wee, wee, wee. um Wolf Play, which was a Soho rep production in conjunction with Mahi Theatre Company, um, uh, cut to produced by MCC Theatre, took outstanding play, director, scenic design, sound design, ensemble. Um, the latter is only the second ever awarded by the Off-Broadway Awards. We love yeah. seeing an ensemble award mm -hmm. that is so well-deserved because it was an ensemble of cast members. In all award have. shows, yeah. because we get too many shows that end up getting left out, as we've seen this season even, that are mainly ensemble shows. Yeah, it is a hard thing. You know, I've, I've battled thing. back and forth throughout the years on my feelings sure. towards ensemble because it doesn't mean that I hate the ensemble one year and one year I love oh, them. It's because no, of course. I think that the award, there's sometimes when there is an ensemble of actors that are all principal roles, right? And so how do sure. you adjudicate that versus another? And it's just, it's right, complicated, exactly. but here is where it absolutely, we're both aligned in the fact that like 
there's no question that Wolf plays uh, ensemble of actors. Yeah, was totally. award winning. Yeah. Hard to pull <laughs> anyone out of that cast because it's they're all so spectacular. Absolutely. I mean, the other huge winner of the night was Titanic, which yes. was no surprise to me, but I think a surprise to a lot of people thinking like. You know, they. I think that people that have never seen it might not take it as seriously, but it yeah, is of course. And even, even even when you and I first started talking about this show, we yeah. were a little tentative towards it and what it was going to look like and sound like. And now Seems absurd. we're both obsessed with it. So I think Literally. anyone that has seen it understands. Anyone that hasn't seen it, I don't know what you're doing because I am always planning my next trip. So true. They won Outstanding Musical, lead performer in a musical from Marla Mendel, who's also a co-writer of the show, yeah. costume design. Um, it got like four out of the five noms that it was yeah. nominated for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolf Play got five and Titanic got three. And not surprising to me for either of these shows, as well as any of the other productions that took him honors, which was like Coast Starlight and yeah. we keep talking about a dark disabled story is amazing. Stories. A man of no importance at Classic Stage, only gold at MCC, a raisin in the sun at the public, and Lincoln Center's uh Epiphany. All great. But I think <laughs> Wolf Play and Titanic are two of my favorite productions I've seen in a really long time and so well-deserved to win these awards. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I mean, you you also, I want to call out Andy Blank and Bueller's choreography for Only yes. Gold. Yes, Matt yes, and yes. I were absolutely moved by that. Um, so I was really excited to see that there. And then AJ Shively for A Man of No Importance. Mm-hmm. I know we were excited about the possibility. There were rumblings of a Broadway transfer for <laughs> that. Really were. That would have been maybe yeah. a nod for him there too. But um, uh, but he, you know, he got a Lortel. And that's also fantastic. I think it's really exciting. So yeah, um, for the full list, you can obviously like head to our show notes because we have them all there. Now it's that time of year where everybody's uh, announcing their launch of a North American oh, tour, yeah. even if that isn't until 2024. And not surprising to us, especially with uh, 13 Tony Award nominations, some like it hot will launch a North American tour in the fall of 2024. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it totally makes sense. It's that time of year when people are starting to, you know, set dates and, and figure out you know, all that good stuff. But yeah, I mean, we've seen Kimberly Akimbo announce that they launch, they're launching an American, North American tour. Um, yeah. Several shows have announced that they're doing that. And we know that that lead time is going to be long. They just want to announce right now because it's kind of a crucial timeline for them to be doing so in the campaign. Absolutely. Um, and I think this is a really interesting show, both to tour and also oh, yeah. to wait to tour. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's, you know, obviously it's the logistics of having to get everything set up, but I also think it's important we wait a little bit longer. I think we're at a really contentious point when it comes to trans and non-binary stories, and this is one that is handled with the kiddest of gloves and the most milk toast version of that story but it is still that story that exists in america and going out on tour right now with that story is difficult it's necessary it's important but it is difficult yeah we're not sure if there are laws going to yeah, prevent certain places from showing this show me, so exactly from even mounting it exactly and Correct. and for that matter who gets to perform in that role who gets to perform the role of daphne is it actually going to be a trans or non-binary actor across this tour it's a really uh, this is going to be one that i absolutely keep my eye on for reasons beyond just theater yeah 
Yeah, it's hard. Uh, moving on into some more, we're easing on down the road, as they say, nice, of nice. tour talk. Oh, oh, I did Ooh, that. Oh, a segue. Um, so we've all been talking about the Broadway bound, The Wiz. Um, they are uh, obviously embarking on a national tour before they get to Broadway. And now they have revealed their entire route, starting with uh, Baltimore. That's where they're launching at Maryland's Hippodrome Theater. Uh, September 22nd, exactly. And then they'll follow with Cleveland, D.C., Pittsburgh, uh, Charlotte, Atlanta, Greenville, South Carolina, Chicago, San Diego. I mean, they're really hitting all the major markets, they're right? And they all, end yeah. in Los Angeles, which I think is really Ooh, smart. Nice yeah, uh, totally. Right before they, they transfer, yeah. And then come across the country to Broadway. I am very excited about it. I can't wait for the whiz. Right. I'm excited to see this version. I know Amber reference yeah, a part of it. Absolutely. Um, for the writing aspect of it. I'd love to see her in it, to be frank. That would um, be amazing. But yeah. More in some uh, cast announcement news again, or cast, sorry, more <laughs> in some cast recording and news again. All this national tour talk. Oh, yeah. All this cast recording talk. We're going to talk recording. again about another cast recording yes, later on. Yes, we are. But New York, New York has announced that they will then also be re- uh, releasing on June 9th physical CDs and vinyl records later this year for their cast recording of New York, New York. If you know and love that key art, it came um, from mm-hmm. Alexander Lyon, uh, who is a, a colleague of mine, but also just an absolute phenomenal artist. And then that key art also has been translated into an album cover, which is who who created that? Robbie Rizal. So of course, I'm keeping Rizal. it all in the yeah. family. I'm excited Always. to see all of yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really smart of them to release this on June 9th. Yeah, totally. I, this is one of those cast recordings I expect to like the cast recording of more than the show, to put it diplomatically. It um, because those orchestrations, those performances are stunning, just absolutely beautiful. I imagine this is going to be a very well put together cast recording and I can't wait to hear it. Yes, yes, yes to that. In uh, some other news, we've got the official cast announcement for the Little Shop of Horrors that will take place at the Muni. I was very curious to see what this cast oh, would yeah. shake into. I'm thrilled to say uh, you got Robin DeJesus as yes, Seymour, Patty Murin as Audrey, Michael McGraw as Mr. Mushnick, Ryan Vasquez as Oren Scrivello, and obviously the Dungeons and Others, Nick Ward as the voice of Audrey, too. Now, Nicholas Ward is the voice. I was going to say. to tell you all. Yes, of course. Um, Absolutely stunning. Seen them in Music Man twice um, in different productions in different cities, um, hilariously enough, and absolutely fantastic. So excited, excited for that entire Great. cast. The mini casts are really kicking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you say, uh, great, great, great cast. And I mean, Robin is a very, very pretty man. So another hot Seymour, but we're not going to complain about Robin Day Jesus in any role. Yeah, but he's, you know, uh, when when Seymour has also been a Bach, I'm okay. Yeah, sure. Fair if he enough. can never be a Bach <laughs> and can only be a Fiero, then I'm like, that's not fair. Mm, Suddenly not That's Seymour how you break me. it down, casting. Thank you. I know Thank what I'm doing. Next. Yes, indeed. Thank you, next. Hire me. Uh, more, more in some exciting off-Broadway news, though. The Gospel According to Heather has set their cast with Katie Seagal. I literally cannot believe the Katie yeah, Seagal. Right? You know her, you love her from Sons of Anarchy, The Connors, also a voice on Futurama. Um, she's in, she, oh, and Smart House. A delight, a delight. Does, does Ooh, anyone remember Smart House? No. <laughs> um, it's, well, it was a Disney Channel original film and she played a robot mom. 
that was oh, um, also tied smart. to a smart house. Yeah, pretty yeah. smart. Pretty smart. AI, original. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. The Gospel According to Heather. So Bad Cinderella on Broadway is doing anything and everything, and they are not stopping here. They will be live streaming the opening of Act 2 on Tuesday, May 9th, so the day that you're probably hearing this, at 8.30 p.m. They are live streaming Act 2. Um, the opening Where number. this will live yeah. on the internet, um, unclear, yeah. but it, it is, I guess we'll have to tune into their social channels to find out. That yeah. is a huge undertaking. I cannot imagine... Best of luck, I will watch. <laughs> yeah, it's just the starting when the curtain comes up, I think, right? Which I would oh, assume... Oh, just would, the opening for acting? Which I would, uh, I would think would be like on... It's on their website. I would assume it would maybe be on like their TikTok or something too. Yeah. If well, they uh, have again, one. Tuning into all their social channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I at least will finally get to see the start of Act 2. So that is... That's very nice. In uh, a really, really sweet uh, bit of news, the uh, Rebecca Luker celebrating Rebecca Luker yes. in song at Symphony Space now has a, a great group of singers. You've got Julie Binko, Mickey Renee Daniels, Ali Ewalt, and more. This concert will take place on May 22nd at Symphony Space. So if you want to learn more about that, how you contribute to um, these ALS programs, please, please, please look into the Rebecca Luker songbook, A Benefit yes, Concert. It's going to be a beautifully sung concert for. An yes. incredibly beautiful singer. And lastly, we've got some really, really cool musical uh, recommendations yes. for you today. Yes, yes, First yes, 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 of yes. all, um, Super Goddess, the K-pop. It's probably my yeah. favorite song from K-pop. The Ooh, official music video yeah. is out now on YouTube. You can find it in our link um, in our show notes. I will be trying this choreography at home. And I am <laughs> sprinting from this particular recording session to... The Hard Rock, because um, I can say that it will be over by the yeah, time yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the official K-pop um, uh, exclusive secret listening party um, for the cast recording with the cast. So I'm She's really fancy. excited to go there. I'm excited. And then the last is that I was thrilled to see this. The Ballad of Sweeney Todd has been released oh, from the first track, obviously, from the oh, new man. Sweeney Todd revival cast recording. This is going to be a hit. <laughs> the song is a hit. <laughs> It's, I've been waiting since I saw it to get this cast recording and at least get a track from this cast recording because the sound design is so beautiful. The Tony nominated sound design, so, so clear. Hear every track. So I knew the cast recording is going to be great. This is the first thing I listened to when I woke up this morning. And the second thing was K-pop watching the video on what a way to start my day because it sounds stunning. And, you know, a lot of people have talked about how good or not great they thought Josh did. And I thought he was fine. And I've said that already on the podcast, but he sings that role so beautifully and it already comes across in this first track even as little as he's in it but oh give me the rest give me the rest please and thank you we love to hear it and on that note thank you all so much for listening to today on broadway follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at broadway radio don't forget about our patreon this is patreon.com slash broadway radio you can find me on all social media platforms at it's grace aki ashley where can people find you you can find me on instagram at know this is ashley thank you all so much we will see you tomorrow 